You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. to another episode of Musician Today podcast. We're on our 17th episode. Nice. It's an amazing day today. And I have with me um, the most fantastic, interesting, uh, interesting, unique instrument makers that I personally met and own one of their drums. This is Mark and Melanie, and they are from the Spirit Drums. So what you see in front of us today is the Spirit Drums that we're gonna be playing for you. So stay tuned, because we have awesome stuff coming up. And I hope you're ready for the healing power of 432 Hertz. <laughs> Are you ready to find your vibe and balance and center in peace? Well, today you're in luck because we have amazing guests who make healing instruments. And Mark and Melody can be found on www.spiritdrums432.com, at facebook.com forward slash spiritdrums at instagram.com forward slash spirit drums 333 and you will go on there and you'll see amazing drums like these so you can't miss them <laughs> so today we will discuss some of the interesting techniques perhaps if you don't mind sharing with us of making drums some of the um, unique properties that they have with their healing vibration and how it can also help you cleanse and heal and tune your mind and body to your positive life so each instrument is unique. It's handcrafted, it's tuned to 432 hertz to uh, not a traditional A, but 432 as opposed to 440. Um, so I like to say a little quote by Nikola Tesla from their website actually that says, if you want to know the secret of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Completely agree. <laughs> And in a second, we'll get into deeper discussion to why. So, um, Mark and Melanie believe that health and healing comes in many forms and from many mediums. If we can help restore balance within ourselves, utilizing an instrument as a mode of reclaimed materials, uh, we have also helped restore some level of balance to the world at large. So, yes, okay, without further ado, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for coming all the way here from way up north. <laughs> How was your drive? It was good. Yeah, yeah it, was it was pretty good. good. Nice. Early in the morning, so not so much traffic. Yes, that's nice. always nice. We lived in the city for a while, so we're you know familiar with the traffic, but good. Uh, able to navigate things. <laughs> all right. Well, you were right on time, so thank you for that. <laughs> okay, so um, before uh, we continue, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your artistic background and how did you each come to do spare drums to build these instruments? So, uh, Mark separately, Melody separately. <laughs> yes, whoever wants to go first. Uh, well, I'm a. Uh, I'm an I'm an artist first and foremost. Um, I have kind of a musical background, but not not really. Like I mean, my musical career was school clarinet. Um, I was good at the clarinet, uh, real good at the clarinet. But uh, when I stopped um, my stopped my academics, my uh, my clarinet playing days were over. So. So I turned my uh, I turned my creative efforts towards uh, carpentry actually, and uh, um, was uh, that was a big part of my life for many many years, 
and it just got to a got to a point that um, I was just tired of like every all the work that I did was always for somebody else. Like I was always working on somebody else's house, mm-hmm. or you know. And I I loved what I did. I still love building things. Uh, hence the spirit drums. But it's uh, it was always at the end of the day, it was always for somebody else. So I uh, I turned my efforts towards uh, making these drums, these instruments that are are pieces that I create for myself, and then you know. Uh, people take them off my hands so yay <laughs> by the way my album was recorded on this drum well on different nice. drum my drum is a little smaller <laughs> so then you guys get a special treat of way way too many more keys so um there's three songs that are recorded on it and i found it interesting to work with the tuning because mm-hmm. we did have to kind of match up to the track or we had to move the track to match the drum in some places depending where the the frequencies, the overtones weren't getting distorted in yes. the process. So that was interesting to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, Melanie, how did you come into the spirit drums? Uh, well, we went to Peru and spent three weeks down in Peru. Uh, I was at the end of some very tough work um, in the field of human trafficking. Oh, wow. And um, we went on a trip, came back, and the drums were born. Essentially. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, our trip to Peru was very much life-altering, uh, especially for Mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, come back, and he spent days and days sitting at the computer going over videos of, of uh, another type of percussion instrument called the hung. Yes. And um, determined that uh, he wasn't getting one of them for a number of a number of reasons, <laughs> and uh, came across a video of uh, somebody with a discarded propane tank that just looked like an old rusty propane tank. They turned it upside down, had cut some shapes into the top of it, and they were just kind of banging away on it. And he went, "I'm going to make that. It's not going to look like that, and it's <laughs> not going to sound like that." And I just went okay (laughs) and uh, the first one he did he pulled up the old water tank from the basement uh, went to the garage a few days later that came back into the house it weighed about 50 pounds Um, it made sound it wasn't tuned um, but I said, nobody's carrying this anywhere. (laughs) You're not taking this anywhere with you and the next day it was a propane tank so um, a few weeks later, uh, it was like once he figured out how to tune one note, all the other notes came into place. The drums were born, uh, which very much allowed for me to embark on my healing journey from the work I had been doing for the, year, the years prior to that. And uh, in that, I did my piece to the, the drums. Mark does all the physical stuff. You know, I don't do any grinding or welding or anything <laughs> like that. But I take care of the social media, and mm-hmm. I certainly, uh, you know, when it came time to tuning the drums, I was like, you know, if we're looking at health and healing, 
why are we tuning to 440 hertz when mm -hmm. we can tune to 432 hertz, which mm -hmm. is the golden ratio or the Fibonacci spiral yes. in sound, right? So it's a geometric pattern present throughout all of nature. Yes. So, and in yes. some of my background, I have, you know, I have a couple of modalities under my belt as far as, you know, energy work and that. So it just, it just made sense if we're going to look at creating something for health and healing and we're reclaiming something that's been discarded and thrown out and thought of energetically as garbage oh right wow. yeah. so we are reclaiming something upgrading the vibration of that and now these things are going out to help others essentially mm -hmm. you know find some space within so that's amazing well yes i've heard about the the vibration being healing but um what would you say in experience how does it help how does it change a person how can it be used in healing so in healing so within like a Reiki session um, you know the sound can be can be used over the body or under the body or you know at a certain point um, it's uh, because of that frequency and the number of repetitions within that second it just brings the body into balance mm -hmm. um, things things sync up so um, through studies they found that 440 hertz impacts the left hemisphere mm -hmm. and the left hemisphere is very much about go 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 do 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 which is fantastic for a slavery based society that's why I feel like I'm always go 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 absolutely <laughs> everything, everything we hear is pumped out in that frequency yeah. right and it works well for the society that we live in mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you know people are exhausted though yeah. absolutely exhausted so 432 hertz actually takes you from that left hemisphere into that heart-based space. Mm -hmm. So we'll be set up in these huge places and we can barely hear the drums in front of us, mm -hmm. but people down the other end of the hall, like mm -hmm. at the exhibition yeah. center, are like, I've been, we've been following that sound. You can hear it all the way down. We had to find out where that was. And we're like, we can't even hear them right here at the table. So but it's, it's, it's a, just with all the background. Yeah, yeah. but it's a, it's a feeling, mm -hmm. you know, like people come to the booth and start crying. Aww. Yeah, it's a connection, right? Yeah. It's a connection to that frequency and it keeps you grounded. Right? Or, and so. really That's how I noticed you uh, in the Guelph at Silence, mm -hmm. right? I was like, it sounds like somebody's playing a recording or something. I'm like, it's really nice. It's very chimey. I'm like, where is that coming from? <laughs> and then I see these drums. I'm like, oh, they're smaller than the, you know, the huge pan that yes, I'm used to yeah. seeing. And I was like, I have to have one for sure. <laughs> Would you like to do a little demonstration for us and just play sure. a few keys and sure. talk about how they're tuned maybe? All right. So uh, the majority of the drums I do in pentatonic scales, uh, just... Uh, Pentatonic scales are very easy. There's not a wrong mm -hmm. note on the drum. Yes. So each drum has a tuned scale, and it doesn't matter which note you hit in which succession. It's always going to sound good. So I'll just go around the. I'll go up mm -hmm. the scale on, mm -hmm. on each of these. They're in different keys. This one is C, and this one is D. When you play them, 
just that easy, yeah. really. I love the resonance of it. The things that don't really um, identify as a specific pitch in mm -hmm. your ear, but you feel the vibration and yes. your body just vibrates with it. I love yes. that the most, yeah. <laughs> now these drums are, these particular drums both have a, a second side to them. Oh. So there's a flip side to there every is a drum. flip side, yes. <laughs> uh, same scale on the other side, mm -hmm. just octave higher. side of the deeper side of the drum sort of takes you into the space and then the mm -hmm. bottom side or the higher side brings you back out of that space. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Kind of feels like, like I flew away and then landed. <laughs> <laughs> I love to jam on this one and uh, uh, on mine too. It's just when I feel kind of frustrated, which as a violinist, I feel like that's a normal energy for me. I am high energy when I perform. So when I want to trill, that's the instrument Absolutely. I definitely pick because mm -hmm. it makes you feel like yeah there's no nothing wrong you can do on it mm -hmm. either way you hit it something nice is gonna come out and you can just play the sound well that's right and it's an exploration right like I said there's no way to play it wrong so I just use them to tell stories you know and the story changes depending on the drum that I'm using or the day or how I'm feeling my mood you know and it's easy to get lost in these for hours and hours and oh, hours yes, yes. You know, but it's it's very relaxing, it's very calming, uh, it's very meditative as well, so mm -hmm. it's, it's good for your soul. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's why Spirit Drums. Go to spiritdrums342.com, yes? Did four, I say it right? 432, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm known for butchering the spelling of all the names. So that's why I'm a podcast host. <laughs> what would you say was the most challenging instrument you made um a drum or anything else and what was the challenge that you remember for good well like i mean it's for me that's that's my thing is trying to what in the beginning the changes in temperature oh, okay so yeah like uh <laughs> after i figured out how to make the drums and recreate the drums um it came time to, I got to a point where we were getting busy enough that I was having to remake uh, certain keys because oh. I had run out of drums. Wow. And uh, I, I was making a series of F minor drums. Mm. And I, think, I think you have an F minor drum, if I'm not. I have something around D. Oh, okay, D. Yeah, um, it's got a center in D, I think. Okay. And then it doesn't have all the keys because yeah. yeah. I wanted it to be more percussive yes. instruments. But it was, uh, so what had happened was uh, I was getting ready to, in the beginning I would do five of them at a time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I made the first five and, and those went off and found their own homes. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then it came time to make five more. So I started making these five drums. And uh, when it came to the tuning, it wouldn't tune. And, uh -oh. and, and I was, <laughs> I, it, it took me over a month to tune five drums and it was just it got to a point where I was so frustrated that I you know I was like is this the end of spirit drums oh no you know? <laughs> but something you know I just I I stayed with it stayed with it and uh something just something clicked mm -hmm. and it had to do with the ambient temperature mm. so when I made the first five drums 
um, in the beginning my shop was outside and you know what our winters are like here mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I made the first drums in like minus 20 minus 25 degrees and then when I was making the next drums it was like summertime so oh. we were like plus 25 so there was 50 degrees difference in temperature so and that made such a huge difference in length of notes and how they were tuned so it was just it was one day like finally something and it clicked and went like okay yeah like, okay I need to make all this stuff smaller but it doesn't affect so the notes are smaller tuned mm -hmm. in the summertime as opposed to the winter time mm -hmm. but once they're tuned that's it it's tuned yes. you don't have to worry about it going up or down in pitch like it and it's I just I found that very interesting <laughs> that was a huge challenge it, it was <laughs> so frustrating yeah it was like a but a, a vital part of the learning curves right yes. you know like I mean and that's that's the stuff that that's where you know my pro problem solving for me is the big thing you know mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. creating things but it's that it's that problem solving you know, mm -hmm. So would you say yeah. this phone was tuned in the winter? It seems to have longer keys. Uh, no, this is uh, uh, well. This is the this is the deepest one that I made. Oh, I see. I so, see. Okay. Um, when it comes to the drums, uh, it's the same as piano. You know, the longer or the the biggest notes on the mm -hmm. drum are the slowest vibrating yes. keys and the lowest pitch. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So that's why there's a different cut. Like the longer is the lower. Yes. And yeah. the shorter is. Oh, now. Yeah. So it. the biggest note yeah, on the drum, yeah. which is the the, the center yeah. note or the root note, that's mm -hmm. the biggest note on the drum. So it vibrates the slowest, which is the lowest pitch. Mm -hmm. And then if you flip these over, um, yeah. This particular note up here is the smallest note on the drum. Oh, so. that's so cool. So you can visually just already see, based on your experience, what it's going to sound like. Yes, yeah, like I have an idea, but they're all, each drum is unique. Um, it depends on how old, to, like we reclaim, they're all made from reclaimed materials. So mm -hmm. I find the the older the tanks are, the thicker the material, mm -hmm. uh, and the nicer they resonate, and they just... Uh, the older the tanks are, they usually have... Uh, their own specific patina to them so they they look different and they just they've got a different feel to them mm -hmm. and uh, yeah all my all my personal drums are like extremely old pitted rusted tanks so they've just I gravitate towards those because they've told such a big story already you know and who knows how many stories they've absorbed sitting in somebody's backyard. Right? Oh, yes. <laughs> so they all come with their own story to begin with. And then they're turned into a vessel to create new stories, right? Nice. So. I love that. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Thinking about instruments, these are going to last for such a long time. I'm going to see generations, right? Yeah. Well, I've said before, like, imagine, like, you know, 500 years from now, somebody's <laughs> going to dig one of these up from somewhere and be like, oh, my goodness, what is this thing? They used to right? fly on these two space. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been called curling rocks. Yeah. Yeah, we get all kinds of variations, but, uh, you know, it's a steel instrument, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it is an instrument, so they, you know, they do require a little bit of upkeep. You know, like I mean, you wouldn't buy a guitar and not look after it, right? Yeah, so, for sure. So when I make them, we send them out with uh, mallets and a ring, and then a bottle of oil for care. Yeah, so, you know, I have all need, of that. <laughs> yeah, they need to be they need to be polished and rubbed, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you just you need to spend a bit of time with your instrument. Right? Of course. Yeah. Well, and it didn't make sense to reclaim something, upgrade that vibration, Mark, to spend all that time stripping the old stuff off to then put a petroleum byproduct back mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. of it. So it was like what was the most ethical and sustainable way for people to provide care knowing that, you know, we haven't reclaimed something and then kind of slapped a chemical product yeah. on top of it, right? Sure. So, you know, you wouldn't leave your saxophone out in the rain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's all natural, orga- organic, yeah. in a way, recycled. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was about how how to be as sustainable and ethical with with our product as possible. So absolutely, mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Moving green technologies ahead. Yes. <laughs> um, what other instruments do you make other than the drum? So I've seen a lot of pictures of interesting things in the progress on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, well, when I when I need a break, uh, when I need a break from the metal, mm-hmm. um, I make didgeridoos. So being a carpenter. Wood is my first love. Nice. Um, so yeah, like I mean, and so this is one of my didgeridoos. Uh, this this piece. Look is, at that. Uh, this piece here is made from ironwood. Um, all the pieces that I make uh, come from uh, limbs or trees that are either deadfall or standing dead. Mm-hmm. I don't cut anything down. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to take life in order to make an instrument. Especially when there's so much wood that's just you know either standing or laying down, and uh, so it, these are repurposed as well. But they all have a I have a connection with all these pieces. Mm-hmm. So be it mm-hmm. you know whether they come from you know our property up north, or it'll be a tree or a limb that I've walked past you know five, six, seven hundred times while walking the dogs, or you know it's always got a there's always a special meaning to it, and. Uh, when I choose these, um, I already know what the instrument's going to look like. Like, I mean, I can I can see what yeah. it's going to look like before I even take the, the limb home with right, me. Right, right. So, it's like what his name, um, Michelangelo, said. It's not about, you know, creating something. It's carving away all the stuff you don't mm-hmm. need because well, the instrument's yeah, already there. It's the, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's already there. It's just uncovering it. Right. Yes, yes, yes. And these are like everything. Everything I do is made with intention. Mm-hmm. So, and the the intention is to help people heal or a connection. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's to help them on their healing journeys. You know, so yeah, like uh, you know, I I have a tough time letting the the didgeridoos go because Aww. they're all so <laughs> well, they're all so unique, right? Like, I mean, I I I love the drums. Uh, the drums are you know each one of these drums is a piece of me. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know they're all they're all the same basic shape and size. Now mm-hmm. they all have their own voice. Yeah. Um, they all have their own energy, and uh, you know, like I, I'm very very conscious about the energy that I put into making the drums. It's uh, like I take care of myself first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not if I'm not in a if I'm not in the right space or Things aren't working out for me for whatever reason that day. I just don't make drums. Yeah. No, it's the same. Same goes with the digits too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these are just, uh, you know, it's 
it's a wind wind instrument mm -hmm. um, you know it's just me putting a vibration so I am the instrument you know this mm -hmm. is just the vessel that the that the sound or the voice comes mm -hmm. out of mm -hmm. and uh, you know they all they all sound unique as well and would I, you like to show yeah, us yeah I, I guess I can I guess I can I'm excited for this yeah. one. Oh, this is key of D <laughs> so, this is one of my personal pieces mm-hmm but uh, uh, yeah, bear with me because usually when I'm on the spot, I, I kind of screw this up, but uh, we'll, we'll no give it a go anyways. vibration you're vibrating your lips into a, a hollow tube essentially mm -hmm. at a certain length yeah uh, the, the toughest part of all of this is learning the circular breath work which oh, is oh yes, yes so you know and that's a meditation <laughs> in itself mm -hmm. um, it took me over three years to figure it out uh, you know like I was I'm fantastic at making the instruments um, I can make a lot of the sounds I'm, I'm certainly not a pro at this by any means mm -hmm. I'm still a work in progress but uh, it's uh, yeah it's that it's that tricking your brain to your your breathing out through your mouth and in through your nose at the same time yes so the yeah, first it, person who told me about this was my supervisor your David Mock he plays baritone sax, oh, okay. and I was thinking, how can you do that? <laughs> yeah, it takes. It certainly takes a while, but once you once you get it, it just mm -hmm. happens automatically. Like it's just, it's like second nature. Interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to do it right now. <laughs> There's a, a, a straw, mm -hmm. not plastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In a glass of water and just blowing those bubbles and uh, keeping the bubbles consistent. So practice, yeah. Ah, yeah, that's a nice practice. Yeah, I bet it would be good for for your lungs too. Right? Oh, it's yeah, it's fantastic for for self and uh, um, sleep apnea. It helps cure sleep apnea. Yes, sure. um, yeah, it's just it's uh, well, any breath work is is good for the system and good for the soul. Yes, yes, for sure. My sister, when she was younger, about twelve, she had asthma. So her doctor said, learn to play a wind instrument, like saxophone. Mm -hmm. So she picked up saxophone, went away. Nice. Right away. Nice. <laughs> How long would you say it took you to make this one? Uh, well, they all vary. This one, I probably, probably about three or four days. Mm -hmm. um, I have, uh, I've got some black walnut at home there that if I've got one that's got about 85 hours in it. Wow. You know, but it's all crystal inlaid and oh, yeah. uh, each piece is unique. So depending on what mm -hmm. type of wood it is, how much moisture there is in it, mm -hmm. uh, they all kind of dry differently. And some like you have to, you have to make sure, and I found this out through t trial and error, um, 
you have to make sure the best way to, to make them is to make sure you have enough time to cut them hollow them out and put them back together in the same day because if you don't they start moving and twisting and they're not easy to get back together yeah. and they don't they don't look good and they don't keep back pressure because there's holes in them so yeah mm -hmm. it's uh you know they're i don't know they're all unique pieces so mm -hmm. and they all they all take different amounts of time to create like i have some that i've done in a day and i than others like wow. like that black walnut that's you know I've got eighty five plus hours in. So. <laughs> Were there breaks for sleep? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, but it's uh, it's always long days. Like I mean, yeah. you know, I I uh, I like to stick with it until you know I'm I'm content with my progress for the day. Yes. You know, or like like I said, when you start them, you have to finish them, or it's you know. So yeah. there's there's been times that I've been making these and I've got 17 18 hours in one day wow just to get one back together right so yeah you don't want to put all that time in and then not That's be able to true. get it back together and then come out the next day and not be able to get it back together yeah, yeah. so it's kind of very similar to writing a piece of music I guess mm -hmm. um somebody that I know said don't leave your work at the point where you don't know what you're going to do next um, like if you have to finish in a day, finish at the point where you already know what you're gonna do next, yeah. right? So it doesn't again go to waste, and you completely forget what you did. Yes. <laughs> so I understand because it's wood. It's very similar to like creating a violin, mm -hmm. right? So every violin has its own unique voice based on when it was created, yeah. by who, what was the technique, and the wood also moves and bends, it and does, yeah. it gets used to a certain vibration. So that's why antique instruments are way better sounding and yeah. stay better in tune than new ones it's because you have to give it some time to yeah. break it in yeah. right so how old is this one like uh, <laughs> just well, roughly yeah um, like i mean it's been together for this one's been together for well over a year now nice. but uh like as far as the the tree that it came from i don't i don't know mm -hmm. um it's it's iron wood so our iron wood trees don't get very big mm-hmm but uh, yeah, they, they get to a certain point and then they seem to expire for some reason. So there's lots of them where we are. There's not a lot of ironwood down around the city here, but uh, mm -hmm. up north on, on the, in the Bruce Peninsula where we are, there's lots of ironwood. So I have, uh, I really like the ironwood because it's so dense and hard and you yes. get like amazing overtones out of the instrument. Ooh. But uh, yeah, so I wouldn't, uh, yeah, as far as how old the wood is, I wouldn't know. But, uh, <laughs> You know that walnut that I have the hours in mm -hmm. that that wood was probably 300 years old Wow you know yeah it came from a huge walnut tree that uh, had to come down off the property so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I went back and reclaimed the, the limbs and then I, I kind of tucked them away and they sat for two years just so that uh, some of the moisture would come out mm -hmm. of it. But that was the problem with that with that instrument. Not that it was a problem, but uh, that's why I have so many hours in it. Mm -hmm. I cut it, split it, hollowed it out, put it back together, and then a few days later finished, like, polished it up and put the crystal inlays in it. And then it played, and then it sat for a little while longer, and it went through the winter mm -hmm. time in our house, which we have a wood stove. Oh. And uh, the wood stove, uh, walnut carry holds a lot of moisture, mm -hmm. so it just started drying out, and it started moving and uh -oh. cracking and twisting. Uh -oh. and, <laughs> you know, it still it looks fantastic, but mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. when the uh, when the body of the instrument is compromised, mm -hmm. and there's like even just a pinhole in it, 
you lose the back pressure and you don't get the same sound out of it. Yes. So yeah, like this instrument's got 19 coats of finish on it. It's wow. been sanded down to 1200 grit. Wow. You know, and mm -hmm. uh, it's finally after a year and a half, uh, finally stopped moving enough that I can put the 20th coat on mm -hmm. it and call it an instrument now. You know, wow. so you know, that's and that's okay. so 85 hours <laughs> over the course. Of the year, <laughs> it's like, and maybe be comfortable with letting it go. Yes, and, and then yeah. being, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's always like a desire to perfect things, right? Mm -hmm. It's never, you know, it's always a process. It's not well, final. I, yeah, I always want to. I always want to hang on to them. So it's just mm -hmm. like for me, that's where my work is. It's in the letting go of these instruments. Like right? how many didgeridoos do we need in the house? <laughs> but I bet it looks really cool. It does. Can you look take cool, a picture. Yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. All the corners in the rooms have like digges sitting in, and then they'll be like you know a, a wall of drums in the middle sort nice. of thing. <laughs> I want to come over now. Yes, anytime. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, well, if you'd like to play anything more for us or demonstrate any specific like sound technique, um, just feel free to kind of jam. Alright. <laughs> you want to keep talking? Yeah, we yeah, play? yeah. We're no. <laughs> I'll play soft and low, and you guys okay, can keep talking. So, yeah, we're going to like meditate right now. <laughs> so that yeah, like I mean, we send them out with these mallets, but you can play with your hands mm -hmm, as well. Mm -hmm. um, so you, when you're playing with your hands, yeah. it's just uh, you're just using your fingers essentially mm -hmm, to smell mm -hmm. it. yourself you're kind of muting it a bit right? well so yeah like it's much yeah it yeah so there's there's so many different ways that you can play it mm -hmm. and depending on the application like when I'm playing it at home I usually play it like this yeah stick it between yeah. my legs and yeah. play it like a djembe mm -hmm. um, and there's just once you get used to playing with your hands there's just a lot more you can do with the drum too like you'll you'll start playing off the notes then yes. you play the whole drum you know, and it's, uh, yeah, there's just, there's a lot that you can do with it. Yes. Or if you're using it, you know, in sound work or, or meditations or sound healings, mm -hmm. you, know, you can hold the drum. Mm -hmm. And when you hold the drum, it's, things ring out a little nicer.
I think we learned so much today and it truly sounds like a spirit, right? So the, the reason they're called the spirit room, it does sound like their spirit is taking off, right? <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's my spirit, it's Mel's spirit, it's, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's our collective spirit that goes into these drums, right? Nice. Okay, thank you so much. Um, if you guys are interested in learning more about the drums, I recommend you visit the website www.spiritdrumsat432.com. Nice, nice. <laughs> yes, I said it. You can also find Mark and Mel at facebook.com forward slash spirit drums or instagram.com forward slash spirit drums 333. And you can always follow me and I will share everything they're doing because I absolutely love their drums. Um, also, because we have you here today, I thought this was an amazing opportunity for us to play a little questions game. Are you up for it? Sure. Yes. <laughs> so I thought we could each do sort of like a round. Um, each one of them is sort of like a rapid fire. Set of 10 questions in under a minute. <laughs> I'm trying to quickly scan the questions No, no, there. you can't, you can't. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> so we're gonna have sort of like a little competition, right? We're gonna uh, have each one of you answer and see if you can manage in under a minute, okay? Right. So the whole point of this for me too is to have fun and to not think too seriously about the answers you get, right? So you don't have to think too hard and kind of like say the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Don't think at all. <laughs> okay, I also have a little countdown here. Hopefully that won't be too distracting. Let me know if it's too distracting. Is that gonna be bad? <laughs> we can make it softer, okay? So um, who would like to go first? We have a set of questions for Mark, set of questions for Melanie. Oh my goodness. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> first is always harder because you get to hear the questions, right? The first time ever. Okay, so why don't we go and get started? All right. Do you perform at events? No. Okay. <laughs> at what age did you become interested in healing? Oh, 27. All right. What are the names of your fur babies at home? Uh, Maggie, Sienna, Fat Cat, and the newest one we haven't named yet. Okay, what is your favorite instrument to play or listen to? Oh, I like the didge and I like the drums. I'm a big didge fan. Yay! What is your favorite um, instrument that Mark has made? The drums. Okay, <laughs> which YouTuber you just can't stop watching? Watch, I don't watch YouTube. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a favorite song? Name three. Favorite song, name three. Um, <laughs> don't think too hard. Oh my goodness, they'd all probably be Xavier Wright songs. Okay. Name three people you admire. Three people I admire. Uh, there's, a, oh, there's a fantastic social worker here in Toronto who's a trauma specialist named Deborah Sinclair. Absolutely Amazing. one of my heroes. Uh, Dr. Gabor Mate, who was the residential doctor downtown Eastside Vancouver for years. Oh, wow. Absolute hero. Um, and Xavier Red. Nice. Okay, we were timed out, but I don't see why we can't continue with the question. <laughs> that was a quick minute. That went fast. It went fast. Name one person that inspires you. Oh, my goodness. Um, inspires me. I like people that think, that can think outside of the box. There's so many of them. Dr. Bruce Lipton. All right. Yeah. Name three artists you follow on Instagram. 
Oh, Will Faraby. Yes. Um, we follow you on Instagram. Hey, I made it. And um, Collective Evolution. Nice. Yes, I love that. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you. Thank you for playing. We didn't make it in under a minute, but that's okay. We got to learn a lot of cool stuff. Okay, now, Mark, are you ready? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. going to reset the timer. <laughs> Okay, you ready? Well, you yeah, got to go second. You kind yeah, of get a little bit of advantage. <laughs> so, well, that's, sorry. Uh, that's good. <laughs> okay. I'm no good under pressure. So. Are you ready? Yes. What was the event you performed at last? Oh, uh, the uh, oh, summer folk. Okay. <laughs> at what age did you begin music? Uh, young. Uh, Okay, now next yes. question. Name your fur babies again. Okay, Maggie, Sienna. I call them Stinker. That's our cat. And then we haven't named the newest one yet. Okay, what is your favorite instrument to play? Spears. Uh, well, spear drum. Alright, favorite instrument you made? Spear drum. Okay, yep. which YouTuber you can't stop watching? I don't really do the YouTube stuff. <laughs> I don't have time. I I'm think it's better making, questions. I'm usually making <laughs> instruments. Got it. Favorite songs to cover? Uh, three. Yeah. I make my own songs. <laughs> I make my own songs. Yes. Okay. Name three people you admire. Ah, we timed out. Oh no, that's fine. So, what are the three people in your life that you admire? Well, I I really admire Mel. Aww. She's been such an inspiration to me. So, uh, my father, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know. There's so many others, really. Um, I guess Xavier rather I'd have to say. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. And name one person that inspires you. Uh, well, I'm I'm always inspired by um, Mel. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and last one. Name three artists you follow on Instagram. Well, I follow you. Yay! Um, Again, I made it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Will Faraby is uh, mm -hmm. he's uh, like a knife maker, um, mm -hmm. and there's another guy from uh, there's there's tons of hand pan people. Um, yes. Noblet, uh, uh, hobo artist. Yeah, like lots of them. There's yeah, yeah. Too, too many to name really. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yay! Thank you so much. We didn't make it in under a minute, no. so boo. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you don't get a gift from me. So thank you for playing, guys. Thank you for coming tonight. There are two things. One of them is my book, My Key to Immortality, nice. that we talked about earlier today. Mm -hmm. I think this will be a nice week for you, and I will be happy to write something oh, special for you inside you. there in just a second. Now this is something very special from my album production. If you'd like, you're free to open it now. <laughs> So we're launching a concert series soon in the winter and we're producing some merchandise that hopefully inspires people to get up, get going, get their day started. And this is our warrior themed oh, nice. mug. Nice. This is actually That's a photo cool. of my violin and my sword crisscross. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yay! Nice. Congrats and thanks for playing. Thank you for coming here today, oh, guys. Thanks for having Before us. we go, I just wanted to ask one final question that sort of like is a piece of advice for anyone who's a young instrument maker 
trying to make business out of their passion, mm -hmm. what would be the one sort of important piece of advice you would give them before you go? Uh, just, you know, there's, there's lots of learning in the mistakes. So, you know, don't be afraid to make mistakes and just, just do, you know, can't do anything wrong. You know, it's just, it's a lesson. So That's follow true. your heart. Yeah. yeah. Stay with it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yay. Thank you, Thank you for coming. Thank Thanks you. for driving over here all this well. way. It's Thank such a you. pleasure for me to have all these unique instruments in here. <laughs> all in my home, <laughs> right in here, here. I've seen this for the first time played so close to me. Mm. So that was interesting. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the vibrations are crazy. Oh, it's they amazing. I can't wait to listen to the files, see how they come out on the recording. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I'm so excited to maybe have you later again. Mm -hmm. So a um, couple months down the road, I'm going to install some upgrades and perhaps you've made something interesting yeah. that you want to share with us. That'd be great to have you back nice. and share with everyone else. So nice. yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone, and Bye see guys. you next week with another episode. <laughs> That's all, folks. If you like Iron Fiddle songs, download them at theurbermanka.com forward slash music. See you next time. Bye.